0: This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It's Thursday, it's the 19th of October 2023. Today we're going to talk all about smart care at home and also the best headsets. You're
1: listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your host bow, Stephen bow. Scott and John Breeze. Bow, bow. Uh, you know, oh, oh, you're singing, are you? Bow, bow. Yes, sorry, hello. If only it wasn't time. <laughs> um, anyway, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. I'm feeling very, very good today, Stephen Scott. I don't know are what you? it is, I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling spry, sprightly, flexible and limber. Well,
0: that's either <laughs> tablets or... <sighs> More tablets. Yeah, I don't so know it, which one it is. It was exactly, I also think I know, I know exactly why you're happy today, and that's because well, your internet appears to be behaving itself today. Uh,
1: well, whoa, okay. Let, let's not put the blame solely at my door, okay, Mr. Mm. Beta. That's all I'm mm. going to say. But uh-huh. yes, my, my internet does seem to be back up and running. Hooray! Everything is glorious again. I'm just waiting as you say that for it to go, <laughs>
0: as if it's falling down a set of stairs. Ah,
1: keep them crossed. Ah, yes. Everything's
0: good. Listen, lots to talk about today, of course, uh, because we're going to be talking about uh, smart care. Uh, you mentioned, or I mentioned, I should say. Because you, what did you mention? I mean, come on. Uh, but Flexible, I mentioned. Limber. Thank you. Well, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, and thank as you. part of that, yes. you want to stay at home, don't you? Uh, well, I don't. You, you always want to stay uh, at yes, home. In fact, you would live in that shed till the end of time. <laughs> um, but yeah, there is uh, a fantastic company out there that's uh, helping people stay at home in older age because not everyone wants to go into residential care. Not everyone has to. But there's always this sense of, oh, maybe people have to, or maybe they should, but not necessarily the case. So we're going to hear from a company in the Netherlands that is trying to reach out and uh, get business in other parts of the world so it can make its service available, not just about keeping people in the home, Uh, And being able to monitor them, you know, be able to give them support if they need it, but also actually keeping an eye on their vital signs, you know, keeping an eye on the heart rate, keeping an eye on their temperature, the body temperature, the house temperature, even, you know, just making sure everything is good. And of course, giving families much needed support That, that felt genuine when I said that.
1: Yeah, it was, and it was a, when you said it. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was genuine. No, but seriously, though, there is a. It's a. It's a bit of a. Um, it's a balancing act, right? Because you want people to be safe and make sure that you know because of whatever illness, disability, whatever it may be, that they're not in any danger in their own home. At the same time, you don't want someone to go into some sort of facility where they can be um, monitored or whatever else, and and lose the benefits of living at home, that comfort yeah. of being in their own environment and their own um, peace of mind. It's that balancing act. And this sort of technology, and we've seen others like it, monitoring technology, it could be the answer. It's really cool. Well, I mean, if someone
0: has a fall at home, and there's always that fear, isn't there, that, you know, gran or mum will have a fall yes. in the house. And, and what happens? Now, up until maybe the last couple of years, maybe even up till now, if that happens, you, can't, you don't know until you go into the house and then you, you find the person. That's not great. But if you have technology that we all have, you know, if we have an Apple Watch these days, we've got access to this kind of technology that allows you to detect a fall and then it will call someone or, it will you know, call a, an emergency contact or whatever. And that's great. But, you know, it goes further than that because, and that's what smart care does. They, they kind of look ahead. So it's looking at preventative action. So if someone isn't feeling well, The vital signs will show up and that information can be sent to people, family members initially, and then they can decide what best to do. And of course, if it gets serious, they can engage and they can say, hey, maybe this person needs an ambulance or whatever. And I think that's fantastic. I love that. And it's going to make people feel a lot more confident, especially those who live alone, because not everyone has the, the, the joy of a partner. The not so joy of a partner
1: <laughs> depends on your partner. Is
0: depends yes. what you think of your partner. You know all those <laughs> things, right? So you know <laughs> that joy part can be very, um, very no, sp- specific to the individual.
1: I'm trying to get out of this <laughs> troublesome segment um, i just walked you right into that call this <laughs> side didn't i <laughs> but there, it was a bit of a theme you know this preventative side of health mm. and, and you know obviously ai can play a part in that but monitoring and technology um you know 5g cellular data connections all this coming together and being used in this application is uh, it is very cool yeah, it is. So,
0: uh, and like you say, health is going to be a big theme at CES 2024. So, uh, we'll definitely hear more about that. You can hear all the interviews this coming Saturday, uh, as uh, on the podcast and on uh, AMI audio. You can listen to the uh, interviews from CES. You know, if I don't sound myself today, do you know what it is? I'm kind of annoyed. I'm kind of annoyed at Apple today. What? Oh, a bit annoyed. Okay. Because, breaking news. Yes. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? So, I I was expecting a new iPad this week. No, I don't mean me personally. I don't mean they were sending me an iPad. I mean, it was like I was waiting for the, an announcement of an upgraded iPad because I yeah. kind of like the idea of the iPad mini. And uh-huh. I'm not buying a new one because at the moment I have a feeling it was 2021 the first iPad or the most recent iPad mini came out. So I'm going to hold on because I think there must be one due to drop at any moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought we would see one. And then the announcement comes out. Here it is the new iPad. And I'm thinking, okay, it's great. Here it is. Uh, not really an update. Uh, just well, actually, sorry, not an upgrade, an update. That's all it is. What they've what? done is they've added eSIM support in China. That's it.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, uh, not a new what? device. And we, we, we Wait, well done, China. First off, you know we got China. Uh, listeners in China, so there you go. Breaking- Ch- we've got Ch- we've got China listeners, Chi- Chinese listeners. No, you. listeners in China. If you could, um, if you could play the breaking news, because you know they deserve breaking there news. There you go, breaking news. Uh, everyone in China, there you go. Ni Hao, thank you. Right, okay. Well, let's- I know that you would. I know you did your
0: course. I did do my course. Share, share on Chinese, because yes. I know you were thinking if this all falls apart that the one place you're going to end up, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about the country, by the way, if, if you, the UK completely falls apart, as it may well do at any given minute, um, then, you know, you you would have a future in China. I yes. that's what you're thinking. Obviously, yes. Yeah. It's a lovely place. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, that annoyed me. Sorry, no the iPad pencil.
1: All right, yeah, yeah. And oh, the pencil. Please I mean, don't. I come on.
0: I, I, you know, but I didn't mention this yesterday. I, was, I'm not even going to go into it. It's so pathetic. It's so ridiculous. Who... Okay, look, it's not for blind people, right? Let's just put it out there. This isn't for us. We're don't never gonna buy limit an Apple me. pencil. Of
1: course it is. I can use a pencil if I want. You can use a pencil, but don't you, want to. you
0: haven't used a real pencil in about 20 <laughs> years. What are you gonna do with this one? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Someone
1: asked me someone
0: asked me today to sign for a parcel and I had to use my finger. I mean, how is that a signature? How does that relate to
1: everything's, anything? I don't know if you've noticed, but everything's gone digital now, Stephen Scott. It's called technology. Like it. You should no, uh, embrace it. No, I'm against it. No, I'm against it all. Look, what the point I want to make is you're annoyed with <laughs> Apple. It's a text, you're honest. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to pens and paper. I'll, I want to do the pens and paper show. Can we do that? Right forget it forget it just carry on who, who... I, i'm not talking about this pencil it's a waste of time yes i agree Well, stop talking about that i'm saying who told you there's going to be a new ipad mini where did you read that such uh, fraudulent information <laughs> fraudulent yeah i'm going to I say read
0: fake it. news i read it on an internet that was near well, you well you've only got it's... your own
1: yeah you've only got yourself yeah. to blame there sheeple that's what it is sorry <laughs> wake up
0: yeah, sounds like your internet's going again.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, so moving on, uh, we've uh,
0: <laughs> we've got uh, news as well. This is kind of cool. I have to say, Hadley is an incredible institution. Yes. And it does great stuff. And I saw something that might appeal to you. Well, maybe not to appeal to you directly, but in saying that, the way you use NVDA, I think you could probably benefit from this. They've They've got a four-part course. There may be more of it to come. And that's the thing with what they do over at Hadley. They will tend to come up with these little courses that expand over time. And they've started a workshop session on NVDA. They've now got a workshop on NVDA. Now, I've never seen this before, but I believe this is new, this particular workshop. And I just thought I'd mention it today because we've got a lot of people who maybe use JAWS. I have moved away from JAWS in the past few weeks and, in fact, months and I'm using NVDA pretty much all the time on my main machine. In fact, no. now when I go to use certain commands, I'm like, "Hang on, what's this nonsense? I'm in jaws. Ah, get rid of that.
1: <laughs> NVDA. <laughs> there we go. I'm in. It's the future. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, no, it's absolutely fine. Yes, and you're expecting me to say, "How dare you, sir? I don't need a course, but I would absolutely do that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's always oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, no, it's always good to get a uh, a structured." course like that it, it it does make a difference look I've, I've picked up bits here and there just by using it for as many years as i've used i've read the the, the manual i've read the you know, various other books i bought the um extra tutorials but um i would absolutely sign up for this because there are still things I don't quite understand. I still get confused by the object uh, navigation and screen review modes, those various modes there. I just tend to just keep pressing things until I get to where I want to go. But actually understanding what I'm doing would be very nice. So, yeah, absolutely. This is cool. Hadley is great.
0: And uh, hadley.edu is the uh, web address, the... um... I think they used to have a much longer name than that. I remember it having a much longer name. Wasn't it like Hadley Institute for Blind? Yes. I can't remember something like that. Yeah. But they've shortened it all down to Hadley. And it is such a great thing. They have tons of resources on there. They're all free. And you can sign up as well. And if you sign up, I think some of the benefits, I mean, I see even just on the NVDA course, some of the benefits of signing up, it's all free. But what you can do is you can then join conversations with people from Hadley to get more information. So if you're stuck at something or you're trying something, you're a bit unsure, it's well worth checking out. And it's one of those places I bet a lot of people, I'm guessing there's a lot of people going nod at this, that they they will know about Hadley, they will have heard about Hadley, they'll hear about all the wonderful things at Hadley and never gone to their website. Or if they have, they've looked at it and said, oh, I must come back to that and then never done it. Uh, I've done that. Umpteen times, not mm-hmm. just with Hadley, but other resources. But this is stuff I want to get into. And what I love is the uh, the reason I'm so impressed by it is because they managed to create bite size information. I cannot learn with someone droning on for
1: hours on end Shh. about something. I just I can't Shh. do it. Shh. No, I can't do it. Don't listen, Mr. F. He doesn't know what he's saying. Everyone loves yeah. us droning on. Mr. F. God bless you, Mr. F. I just realized what I said. Yes. Um, but yeah, so, uh, no, but I don't mean well, ask because we
0: don't teach people anything. Oh, that's no, true. The point. Yeah. There's Good. no teaching going well on here. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. Got out yeah. of that one, didn't it? No, I mean, uh, to be fair, I didn't have to <laughs> go very far to reverse out of that particular Kirby <laughs> site. You,
1: you are absolutely right there. We keep going on about the, the resources that we need out there and how people want these resources. Hadley is an amazing mm. repo. It, it's absolutely fantastic. The amount of information there and the way they present it, they, they do fantastic work.
0: They did. They moved on to the the online side. They really got their online side sorted out in the last couple of years, and it has been incredible the amount of resources on there. So yeah, if you haven't had a chance and you just want to get in, dip your toe into tech in any way, it will take you to that next step. So if you you know if you're sitting there at home and you're thinking, yeah, I'd like to learn this, but I don't have the time and I can't sit and listen to 15 hours of a tutorial or whatever, then just Check out the Hadley website and they've got lots of other stuff on there. Lots of lifestyle stuff. I saw one uh, as I was uh, moving around the screen and it said, you know, another course or another, um, I guess, video or whatever they have. And it was about vision loss and the impact on a marriage. Oh, that's brilliant. And they've wow. got stuff like that in there, you know? Yeah, um, You know, so if you're, and, and there are lots of people in this situation, right? People have lost their sight. You know how do the how does the family cope? How do they cope in the family? And there's so much in that as well that you know you got to have these conversations. I kind of love that they do that. You know they don't shy away from anything.
1: I'm so shying away from them. that right now. I'm scared to even think about it. Yeah, but you know what we we know the see we look. Yeah,
0: we have steady. the benefit, right? No, no, no. We can say this, right? We have the benefit. No, we can. not Yes, I think we. I think it's a benefit. listen you can you can deal with your other half when you get in but for me it's a benefit that both of us are visually impaired that's all i'm going to say
1: oh yes well it definitely makes life easier i think it does yeah okay
0: and and she she and i both know because my wife and i were at school together not we weren't married at the time um but we were Scotland's not that bad, um, <laughs> but we were, you know, we were at, sc- at school together, and I remember saying, you know, I, I don't know well, if I want to be with someone who's visually impaired because he's oh, a you know, you monster. Of, I just wanted someone who could drive, you know, and that you was all drag- it was. Then I realised it was a taxi, and I so so moved on. With my shallow,
1: Stephen. I am Scott. What so shallow, shallow monster. Pathetic. You are.
0: Speaking of shallow, um, <laughs> what so,
1: Stephen bought this week?
0: Oh. Uh, I've been buying this week, and it's all your fault—not your fault, thankfully, Sean Priest, but the listeners' fault. I blame listeners for this. You, you there? It's your fault. You know what you've done. Yes. Yeah. You helped me out. That's what you did. You helped me find something I was looking for. I
1: turned a little bit aggressive there. We can only apologise. I didn't need to get aggressive, I know. Really, if I'm honest. What it was a terrible this choice This was actually of a really tone. nice
0: segment. This was actually going to be really nice. Uh, so we're going to talk about headsets because I am always looking out for something new to buy. And headsets, Um, I've not had much luck, if I'm honest, in finding what I would call the perfect headset. Doesn't exist. And Well, I think it might. I'm saying might because I don't know yet, but I think there may be something out there that is great. Because here's my here's my wants. Here are my desires from a headset. Okay, Mm. so first thing I want low or no latency. So that means I don't want any lag from me hitting the Windows key on my machine, or you know, using my Mac or my iPhone. I want to be able to connect to this thing, which means I want no lag. Your main thing then is wireless at the top of that's right so that's well that's the issue you would think well get rid of wireless and go wired okay so i don't want to go wireless i want to sit on a train i want to work on a way you know work away on something i don't want to have wires everywhere okay so there's that yes um i'd like it to be able to connect to multiple things but that's that's a nice to have but it's not always possible and if it is you've got to you know connect separately you know, you got to go to the other device, you got to select it, you know, you can't just auto switch. Yeah. Multi point can be a bit tricky. Okay. So there's that. Um, that would be a nice to have, though. I want good audio quality as well, because I'm not just using these to, to listen to VoiceOver or JAWS or NVDA. I'm using it to edit audio. So I want something that's going to be able to stand the test of time and give me good audio. Okay. So I'm not watching, I'm not, I don't want much. Is that it?
1: So, Is that the end of the list? I uh, pretty much. I don't.
0: I, well, you know, I don't. I don't really care much beyond that. I mean, I don't care about headsets versus earbuds versus. I'm not bothered about that. I mean,
1: I, I'll take well, no, what no, I no, get. No, 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 no. You said headset. That's that's the yes. that's a vital piece of information. So, uh, well, head- I think that's I think that's the reality, right?
0: Because if you get earbuds... earbuds are okay, but I think you're not going to get. I don't think the best audio for editing. And no. I'm going to take. I'm, I'm taking headphones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, headphones, yeah. Headphones are going to be better than earbuds, right? With the yeah, exception, yes. I would say, of the AirPods Pro 2. I think the AirPods Pro 2 are in a category of their own, um, because I think they're very good. But they are Apple-specific, and I'm looking for something that works with a PC. I'm looking for something that works with my iPhone. I'm looking for something that can work across the board here. So not
1: necessarily just Apple. Yes, but if it's a headset, the point I'm making is headphones, what Are you saying? headphones are ten a penny, sir. Headphones, right? For audio editing, you can here get some, you can get some very nice headphones for a very reasonable price.
2: Excuse me, sir. Could I have more cheap headphones, please?
1: Yes. And the point I'm making is you are specifically <laughs> saying, I mean, ignoring over, your cheaper jabs here, are are headsets. <laughs> so the thing you're missing out on is a microphone. That's what? the whole point of a headset, is the microphone. Otherwise, it's just a pair of headphones. So, oh, so I'll, you think I should care about the microphone quality? Yes. That, look, my point is I've never, ever found a decent headset because yes. the microphone is always eh, terrible. Fine for making telephone calls, but try recording any decent audio on it. Oh, Forget no, that's, it. You
0: know, that's the point. I, that's why I, it's not on my list because I don't care. I, I know that the audio from the microphone is not going to be that Broadcast level or anything. It really something like very the way I'm Why talking not? to you right now. Why are we accepting? It's a
1: tiny little sub- thing. It's Why are we, just we a- accepting substandard microphones? There is absolutely <sighs> no reason they should be so terrible. Uh, you're as you're going are.
0: down a rabbit hole, and I can't be bothered with this. Fair enough. So let Sorry, me go to the <laughs> let me go to the lovely audience who've been sending in their ideas about what I should consider, and I think this is good for all of us. Now, this actually kicks off um, because you know we've been talking about buying a new PC. Yes. And uh, we got this email in from Margaret, or sorry, voicemail, I should say, from Margaret, who got in touch. uh, Just following up on that, but also asking this question as well about headsets. Hello, Stephen. This is Margaret down in Massachusetts. I wanted to leave a comment on a few things you brought up on your uh, different programs. I just bought a computer. It's a combination of a tablet and a Windows computer. The screen folds down so that you can use it as a tablet. It's called a Yoga, Y-O-G-A 9-I-14. And the reason I, one of the reasons I bought it is the sound is absolutely outstanding Mm -hmm. and hopefully I can demonstrate some of this. for a laptop, it's just got fantastic sound. Not bad sound, actually, Margaret. That's that's pretty decent for a computer. I mean, it's hard to tell. Obviously, we're on the phone here. But, you know, I, I think it's the tablet factor that makes the difference when it comes to these because they're obviously built as, I guess, media consumption more than anything else.
1: Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, it usually is. Uh, they're very nice. The, the yoga range are very nice. And as you said, the the tablet sort of alternate side to them, <laughs> as well as a Windows PC. Yeah, I think you're right. As you said, it's really hard to tell over a, a voicemail, but you could definitely hear it. It was loud. It wasn't sort of faded away at all. Well, Margaret
0: also mentioned in a separate message that she sent, she sent a couple to to make different points, and the message that she was asking about was she's now interested in getting a headset for this computer. Uh, she loves the sound so much, she wants to plug in a pair of headphones. Uh, I get that. So... um <laughs> Yeah, this brings up, and I guess continues this conversation because I'm intrigued by this. So Matthew and Mastodon got in touch to say, Steel Series Arctis 9 or Arctis Pro is recommended. Long battery life, super low latency, sounds great, and plug and play. And that last bit's important if you want to use them on work computers. He says, my work machine is heavily restricted, but doesn't blink an eye at them. Also, they can connect to a Bluetooth source and a dongle source at the same time, so you could use your phone for a work call and take notes using JAWS and Windows, controlling both independently. Aha. Now, that is interesting, because that bit I wasn't expecting these to be able to do. Now, these are gaming headphones when I check these out. That's really what they're for, right?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're a big name in in gaming, Uh, still Arxis range. They're like... uh... A large range of these headsets my my kids have got some in fact but um they do range from you know reasonable price to uh wow how much
0: well yeah they do go up in price quite sharply i mean you're talking from the i'd say you know maybe 150 dollars up to three four hundred dollars depending on which one you go for um the nine and the pro they're quite different in terms of price uh the nine i think i saw for about 250 dollars so, you know, that's a, again, that's quite a high price, but it does have some interesting features. Okay, so that's one. Uh Mark in Montreal suggests Jabra Elite 45H or 45H. Um it's not available in Canada at the moment, but it is available in the UK. So ha 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 ha. ha. Well um we can get, uh, we can get it. Uh or Kenneth says wired gives you the best experience for something uh that, like audio editing well and done. Sennheiser HD 600. Uh, which are open back reference headphones might be a good shout. Otherwise, and they they are pretty expensive. They're over three four hundred dollars. Otherwise, your money will be going on the ANC. The um, was that the noise, noise cancellation, cancelling. active yeah. noise cancellation, and wireless tech as well. He says I can uh, make some wireless recommendations if you're sure you can't do wired for you. He says that uh, this is me specifically. I would recommend the Focal Bathys. I think that's right. That's make what your he pardon? says. Yeah, it sounds un- unbelievable, but I did search for it. It's a real thing. Um, they're very expensive. You're talking almost $1,000 here. Um, very, very good. Um, but uh, Mark goes on to say, I very nearly went for them over my uh, B&W. Sorry, but oh, OR, Ken, I should say, went on to say, I went for, uh, very nearly went for them over my B&W, uh, Bowers & Wilkins PX-8s, as they are a very analytical sound. Wow. Now, for your listeners, <laughs> he's thinking about you guys. The yes. uh, Bowers & Wilkins PX-7S 2 has just taken a price drop to about £200, and the replacements are £379, though uh, have improved soundstage. Clean, open sound, can plug in over USB, etc. Uh, He then goes on to say, think the PX7S2E, the most recent version, are the best sound you'll get for £379, just not the best um, active noise cancellation or transparency. Sony's, uh, now this is a difficult one for me, WH-1000XM5, which is the most uh, recent of their uh, noise cancelling headphones, uh, they will beat them for active noise cancellation. AirPods Max will beat anything for transparency. That's a lot in there. Okay, so there's a lot to, to unpick from that, but we're talking high-end here from Warwick. okay? So he's saying these, are, you know, we're talking Sennheiser yes. HD 600s and Bowers and & Wilkins and this Focal brand I hadn't even heard of.
1: Focus Baffles? I'm sure that's a Harry Potter reference. I have no that's idea. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is. The
0: Sonys, now those I have heard of, obviously. The, yes. uh, and, and I've actually got the M4, which... They're really nice, really, really nice headphones. And I don't think there's a huge difference between the M4 and M5. But um, So I have no reason to upgrade on those, but I think that they're really nice. The AirPods Max are brilliant headphones, but can I just say this? They're very heavy to wear. They're really nice, but they're very heavy. I will say, though, I could happily wear them all day long because I love the sound. I love you know, the way that sound integrates into them. It feels very much like you're sitting in front of a pair of speakers rather than wearing headphones. Oh, there you go. And you don't need to buy that's anything. That's the winner. You've already yeah. There them. you go. I don't didn't need to buy anything. So well, there no. you go. That was it solved. Um, <laughs> I'm going to put links to all these up on uh, our show notes today, just so that everyone can follow this because obviously there's lots of products here. you can go check them out yourself. I want to mention some others as well. OpenCom Two. Now, OpenCom. This is from Shocks. I've talked about the OpenFit before. There's OpenCom Two, which are the uh, traditional, you might call. Uh, noise, um, well, no, not noise cancelling, um, bone conduction headsets. They're the more traditional ones, which come around the back of your head. Uh, this one, though, the OpenCom, they have the extended boom for the microphone. And the microphone, I think, on those has been the best I've heard so far of all the different ones I've heard. It's true.
1: Yeah, it was nice, so, actually.
0: Yeah, that was pretty decent. So you, I know you like all the, you, you know, you want good microphone. Well, that's one. And that also comes with the UC uh, the unified communications receiver as well, so you can actually plug that in by USB to your computer in USB A or USB C, whatever you choose, and you'd be able to plug that in and then connect that up, and that should reduce any latency because that Bluetooth is often the problem. Yes, um, not guaranteed; it's not always the fault, but you know, certain headsets seem to be much better with 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 Bluetooth, others don't. Um, weirdly, I found the cheapest ones. The cheapest ones get, are the ones that actually work best.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I, I get so confused by the amount of different protocols and, you know, Bluetooth 5, 5.1, Bluetooth LE. I mean, it, you think, okay, this is the latest gen, running the latest protocols, this should be absolutely fantastic. And you think, no, it's just the same as these $10 ones I've got here. Mm-hmm. There's no different. And yet other ones can be better. It's There's no, it doesn't seem to be any sort of concrete reasoning when it comes to latency, you just need to try them out. So the question is, what did I buy? Because I did buy something. Okay.
0: But the question okay. is, what? And you know what? What? I'll tell you after this short
1: break. Oh! Connect with the Double Tappers on social media now on Twitter and Facebook at Double Tap On Air and on Mastodon at Double Tap.
0: I felt like I was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire there all of a sudden, right? It was Final uh,
1: answer. Oh, that was I'll so good. Well After done, Dave. Oh, amazing. Do you know,
0: we, we had a comp, and I worked on local radio, we had a competition, right, which kind of it was intended to do similar. Uh, we couldn't obviously afford to do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. So we had a competition to win uh, Who Wants a Tenor? Well, no, we were quite clever about this. We, th- we thought this was brilliant. What do you think of this? Who Wants to Win a Meal on Air? Uh, for a local restaurant, you could take your partner for dinner. Oh, that, oh
1: that's clever.
0: Well Who done you. Who wants to win a meal on air? That was our way of getting around it. We stopped it because we got a phone call from someone. Um <laughs> Now I mentioned before the breakup of the headsets. I will tell you what I bought in a second. I want to bring up this subject though about UC. So Unified Communications versus Microsoft certified. If you're buying those headsets that have got those little dongles that come with it, you'll sometimes get a choice between Microsoft certified and UC. And I was Put now there. You know what does this mean? What are the differences? And Jeffrey got in touch to say, you see headphones work with any application that follows the standard HID specification. Oh, back to this again. MS headphones, Microsoft headphones, are certified for Microsoft Teams and Skype for Business. They have special features like call control and status display. If you use Microsoft Teams or Skype for Business a lot, then choose MS headphones. But if you use any other applications more often, like Zoom or don't use Teams at all, choose UC headphones. UC and MS headphones are almost identical in functionality. The main difference is the software integration and compatibility, like answering and ending calls or showing on Teams that you are busy. Tim adds, my experience is that you can get Zoom certified or Teams certified. Reality is both will work fine. uh, And with each other, both the, the the Teams ones have specific actions for the buttons. For my use case, they are great for noise cancelling the air corner of my listening and the noise cancelling blocks my kids out of conference calls. However, I don't know how that impacts on audio quality. He's also uh, added a link to his own blog, which is timdixon.net, and I'll post a link to that specific um post that he is talking about there as well. Uh, Doug adds, I don't use wireless headphones for audio editing because of latency issues. You're much better off with a good pair of wired headphones. That's what you're saying. yes. And finally Mark adds, maybe they're different in terms of Microsoft certification. I would possibly get the unified ones. Wouldn't want to limit the ones just for that company. Then again, I could be wrong. And I think that's where I kind of land on this when I'm stuck on what to go for, you know. Um, So what what did I do? Well, I did decide to buy something. yes. even bought this week? I did. I, I decided to put down my money. You're right there. You shouldn't you be too
1: loud. Yes, I was too loud. <laughs> I'm an old wait, man. Wake up? Yeah, sorry. Keep Carry shut on.
0: Um, so I opted for. <laughs> what do you? What do you think I opted for? Of all those choices, because I well, you know mentioned what? loads. Of, I mentioned shocks. I mentioned Sony. Mm. I mentioned mm. Uh, mm. obviously Apple. I've mentioned. Other ones. There's lots of other companies as well. There's Poly. There's Jabra. There's loads of companies that well, sell these things.
1: Yeah, I was going to say. I I know you're a fan of the Shocks. I know that. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to your list there, particularly about audio editing and things, I don't think you're going to go bone conduction. Definitely not. So I I think it's going to be either the Jabra, um, because they're quite nice. Jabra or a pair of Sony's. Ah, well. No, you see. If I hadn't
0: had this one mentioned to me and a specific feature in it, I probably would have gone down the Jabra route. That was actually where I was heading. Jabra Five h was the one I was looking at. There are yeah. others, actually. There's another one, which um, our good friend Robin told me about, which is, the name escapes me at the moment, but I think it's a Jabra Elite similar. And it's the, He actually has earbuds, but they're connected via a UC connector, which is amazing, So I didn't know that even existed. Mm. Um so there's that option as well. And again, I'll put that all in the show notes. But no, I opted
1: for the Steel Series Arctis 9 Wireless. Really? Wow. Yeah, okay. I know. Gaming headset. Yeah, that has shocked me. I thought that just the, the tag gaming would have scared you off, to be honest. Well, it kind
0: of did. Um, because I, I don't know. I just I've I've tried gaming headsets before, tried different ones, and the one thing I've often noticed is they're either really terrible or really terrible. Uh, I've never really found one that's what? actually any good. Well, audio-wise, just, they just—they seems to be okay. Or I had one in particular that really was bad. I
1: think it was Turtle Beach, and the, the, oh, the, yeah. the felt horrible to wear. Well, so um, the, with gaming, they're, they're they're usually tuned for a specific... A bit, mm. a bit like the you know the 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 Dre range were back in the day. They're usually tuned for a higher bass response. So when it comes to something like audio editing, they can be a little bit. Biased in one direction. So, how are you finding the ones you got? <laughs> you almost mentioned two artists there
0: eh, without even realizing it. The Doctor, of course, and yes. One Direction.
1: Well done. One direction.
0: Um,
2: Sorry, yeah, I'm not going yeah. with
0: the youth. Sorry, you have to, apparently I am because I know what you're. <laughs> t- I, I vaguely know you. T- don't give me. Don't ask me to, uh, la- you know, name these people in a lineup. But you okay. know, I will uh, do, do my well best. Well done. Oh, good. Thank you. You're cool. Uh, so here's the thing, right? So I chose the nine versus the pro, um, down to cost. Simple as that. Two hundred and fifty dollars roughly this cost. I, I paid obviously in pounds. Uh so what it about one hundred and sixty pounds for these? Um from Amazon, that's where I got them. And they were on a sale. Because everything's always on a sale on Amazon. I don't know how they do it, but they seem to always have everything on a sale. <laughs> and um I just feel that company's just going to shut down one day because they'll just run out of money. Someone will realize that there's a big, massive hole where all
1: the money's meant to be. Uh, but anyway. Well, um, the fact that it's constantly that price means that it isn't actually a sale, and that's just the price.
0: Yeah, well, that's probably that true. Yeah, they're just telling you
1: that, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so anyway, uh, so I got these. Uh, so these have a USB dongle, which I can best describe as Oreo cookie-sized dongle, which has a wire sticking out of it that follows around to a USB-A connector and I can plug that into my laptop now I plugged it into my Lenovo laptop to try it out and the way it presents itself it presents as two devices so it presents as a game device and a chat device which I thought was quite interesting so the idea is you set it up and yes even I read the instructions I know I know you were my hero, hero. I, I went online Thanks to that wonderful accessible YouTube app that we were talking about before with Robin, <laughs> such a good app. Um, I, I checked out the Steel Series um, instructionals on how to actually set this thing up, and and basically you you set the main default device as your game device and your default communications device under sound settings as the uh, chat device. And What it does is it allows you to connect these to different. Now I guess in gaming world you would have the game come through. And then you would have maybe like Discord running and you would set the chat channel for that so you can have the conversation back and forward. Now, why would you want that? Well, and and what's the point of that? Well, the whole thing here is you can control the audio because there are volume controls on each side of the headset. On one side for game, I guess, or standard audio as it would be for me, just standard system audio. And then on the other side, you have volume control for the chat, So you can actually choose your mix of how you want it presented. Um, This does work with PCs. It works with Mac, obviously, as well, but it also works with PlayStations. It mentions PlayStation specifically on here. And on the dongle underside, there is a a little switch that you uh, push to the left for PC, to the right for PlayStation. Obviously, for me, it's set to PC. Once you connect that up, you just literally turn the device on. There's two buttons at the bottom. One is outward button. One is like an in, in, what would you call it, like a recessed button. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the main button that's sticking out, that is the one you use to connect. This, all you do is turn them on. You hear a little boop up, and then suddenly that's it, it's connected, and it's working. And the other button, the recess button, is for Bluetooth. You hold that in, and that then enables you to connect your iPhone, or anything else to it, for that matter. Hang on So a I did.
1: Sorry, sorry. These buttons, hmm. are we talking about on the actual headset itself? Or on or the, on heads- the
0: yes, yes, sorry, right. yes. Okay. So these are on the headset itself. So you've got the button to turn on the headset on there. And then you've got another button next to it for Bluetooth. Uh, and so you hold in that button to, for Bluetooth. You can then, as I did, connect it to my iPhone. And then something amazing happened. Oh, go. Cool. Both VoiceOver on my phone and NVDA on my PC were working side by side.
1: At the same time? You could hear at both speaking same at the time. Oh, that is in nice. In both ears.
0: Beautiful. Uh, now, you don't have control, sadly. <laughs> this would be just really amazing if you could control the volume levels of each, but then you can because you can control your PC and your phone volume independently per device anyway. Um, but you don't have the option to do that on the headset. Really, what you're hearing then and what you're controlling at that point on the right side with the volume rocker is is just that overall volume, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. And, and to me, that was the, the most amazing thing. So I was able to have a call with you And take notes on my computer, basically ignoring you at the same time.
1: It was cool. Yes, I felt so ignored, but in a beautifully high-tech way. That's right, because you you felt, (laughs) it was purely for research purposes, you understand. (laughs) Um, i got to say, the
0: sound was great. As well well, that's the other thing, so you said I mean you can speak to this better than I
1: can, but you said the microphone was actually pretty you were kind of surprised actually when yeah. I called you. I thought you were calling from your computer using our studio microphones it, it was that's amazing. It was so good. I mean I, I didn't know you were on the actual telephone itself, so yeah it was it was very nice also with that with that setup there, could you you could have basically so you've got game and chat. When you plug this um dongle as we're calling it, let's call it the cookie, the audio cookie that you plug yes. into your computer. <laughs> yes. now, that, that that present you're saying gaming and chat, but basically that's going to be two audio devices, right? So yeah. you could set Jules or whatever your screen reader is to one of those audio devices and your system audio to the other. Mm-hmm. And then you could independently control the, the volume of the screen reader versus whatever else, system audio, via the headset as well, couldn't you? I imagine you could, yeah. I haven't gone that far, but yeah, don't see why not. Very nice. No I like why that. Not. And, and the mixture of hearing voiceover and your other source at the same time, basically mixing the Bluetooth and the other source together. How cool is that?
0: Yeah, and you know, what's cool about that is you've got that Bluetooth button, right? So once you're connected, once you've connected to the device, say you, someone calls like you did today, you called me on it. Uh, I just press that Bluetooth button once and it answers the call but it doesn't interfere with the connection to the PC. So I'm able to answer my calls, you know, get rid of you uh okay. easily. Right. And yeah, so so simple. So works so well. But I was really impressed by that. Now, of course, there are many other factors here. So this is a big headset, okay? It's a big heavy headset. It's Not AirPods Max heavy, which is good. It's comfortable to wear. Um reminds me a little bit of the uh the Rode headphones that i bought uh recently which of course they're wonderful headphones but they're very much for recording although in saying that they do have an awful amount of bleed through when the volume is high which i'm kind of surprised at considering um you know that's exactly what these are for mm. um you know bleed through on these is probably expected because it's for gamers so you know most of them are probably alone <clears throat> um Wow. And, uh, well, let's be honest, they're not sitting in a room with other people, are they? They're talking to people, that's all the point, they're wearing a headset. What's
1: the matter with you today? You've gone crazy. Mm. You've gone rogue, sir. But, you know, here's the
0: other thing. It's got the microphone in there. Uh, some of them build the microphone into the design. So it can, that can sometimes make the microphone not quite as good or not, maybe yes. not hear you as clearly. This one has a little extendable microphone, which comes out from the left side. So, it just sort of put, you just pull it out, like literally like that, and that's it. It's, it's out. And um, then I can just talk away. And then when I'm done, I can just push it back in out the way, which is great for traveling. It means you're not worrying about taking these and, and anything getting damaged. And also, the um, the actual ear cups themselves fold flat. So, putting it in a bag, nice and easy. So, perfectly portable, even though they are quite big. Um, really nice to wear, though. Really pleasant. I mean, like I say, they are big, they're heavy. Uh, some people may not like that. Uh, and I don't know how long I could sit and wear them. Um, but I will say that I think Hours. I really like this. Well, you know, and in terms of battery life, this is one thing it, it touts. It's got 20-hour battery life, which, um, that's well, quite nice. W- if you're connected to, de- to two devices at once, we'll see how true that actually is. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm thinking about long train journeys. This would be amazing to have. Now, here was the ultimate one for me. What's the audio quality like? I've got to say I was very impressed. And I am not easily pleased by headphones. I have very rarely put a pair of headphones on that I think, God, they're great, like yeah. right off the bat. It normally takes a while for you to tune to them. Yeah. Um, weirdly, as much as everyone goes on about these Sony H, was it WH, whatever it is, X5s or M5s. Yes. As good as they are, it took me a little bit of time to get used to them. These I put on instantly. I was impressed. Instantly. Wow. So I have to say, I think it's money well spent. And, um... I mean, obviously they are gaming headsets. That's how they're built. But I think what we're seeing here is an opportunity that we could benefit from. Like you say, actually setting up the game as your system audio chat, being your your screen reader, then being able to independently control your levels. And on top of that, be able to connect another device
1: at the yes. same time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think that, that's an, a winner for me. That, that wins out over everything else. They do sound very, very nice. Who was the winner who suggested those then? That's Matthew.
0: Matthew Matthew, on Mastodon. He uh, suggested that. So thank you, Matthew. Uh, One other thing to mention, and I don't quite understand this fully, but basically if you have head... Because often the problem with these things is, right, if if you have a setup where you use these headphones, a lot of people probably have speakers as well. And I think the challenge is often you would have to go into your settings, you'd have to go back to your computer, tell your computer to point its audio source to the speakers once you're finished with your headphones. But what I noticed is, and I was reading about this. Again, I don't fully understand it. There's videos that explain it better. But essentially, on the back of this, there are two 3.5 mil. And sorry, this is on the little dongle, I should say, on the dongle itself, on the audio cookie, if you like. um, There are two 3.5 mil headphone jacks there. And apparently, you can connect speakers to this. And when you turn the headphones off, the audio automatically pushes back through from your computer oh, onto your speakers.
1: Wow, that's clever, and it would that's do, nice because you're basically setting that cookie, the audio Oreo, as yes. the um as the the audio output device. So it would obviously, yeah, that's for, very cool for desk
0: cool. as well as as, as yeah. headphones. So you don't have to worry about your head. You know, you're wearing your headphones, and suddenly the sound's coming out of your speakers. It's not. It, it's once the headphones are on, they're taking control. Once the headphones are off, it's back to the speakers and again that's all that's all customizable here and th- there's no software i know of this is all hardware um so that's good i like that i don't know of any apps as yet or if there's need for any but it seems to all work fine without any need for it no one suggested download an app which again i'm quite pleased about so yeah this this could be the do one you know see it you want me to see it? Go on. The blind headset. Oh, well done. Yay. I think I like this. I'm very impressed. Okay. Oh, and it's got a big button as well for mute. Big, massive mute button. That's always good. Okay. <laughs> yes. Which, it, But it's like, a, it's like a button you press in, and then you press, and it comes out again. So you know just by feeling the button whether you're on mute or not. Uh, yeah,
1: okay. But does it do a big loud click so everyone can hear that you've muted? Well, okay, have a listen. Can barely hear that, can you? I, d- I heard nothing. No, okay. There you go. That's how loud it is. That is very nice. I've got to say, I have gotta say, I think I'm impressed by that. They sound very nice, very nice. Only criticism, only one, mm. which is, I just wish the audio cookie
0: had a, a shorter cable on it. If they could just create a more travel-like <laughs> version shorter. of that, because honestly, shorter, this cable I could wrap around the laptop longer. twice. Yeah, no, well, I, I just you know, even or even just give me the option, you know, just just have it where I can p- plug my own cable into it, my own USB-C to USB-A or whatever then fine but you know that would have been the only thing because Gamers aren't using what? laptops Well that's the, the, exactly that's right I mean for me I'm thinking okay what I want to do with this is basically stick it onto the laptop you know because it just feels like I've just kind of mixed wired and wireless together
1: Yeah I know what you're saying yeah that's that's, that's a fair point actually I'm quite surprised that it's actually hardwired to that mm. I would have thought it would have a USB-C port in the actual audio cookie itself and you could add your own cable to whatever length yeah that was a shame that was the only thing But yeah.
0: other than that i think it's a great and like you say though i think a lot of people who buy these the majority of people who are buying these are not taking them on the move um but i yeah. think this is a fantastic little headset and uh reliability and how good they are in battery life we'll know that in a couple of days because i'll be traveling in a few days these will be with me uh that's exactly why i got them because i, I think right okay let's try this on the move i have a big edit coming up because we've got a Fantastic show coming up on Monday, uh, which is going to require a bit of editing. Yes. Um, and so I've got a four-hour train journey on Monday, so that's well uh, on Friday I should say. So that is exactly what I'll be doing. Uh, I'll be sitting on the train with these headphones on, and uh, hopefully people will leave me alone. Very,
1: very cool. <laughs> with that being said, actually though, just thinking about it, you could just Bluetooth directly to your laptop, right? You don't have to use the audio no. cookie. That's true. You don't need to do it. You could just
0: go straight Bluetooth to this. It does. I mean, it mentions here, interestingly, simultaneous Bluetooth. I don't know what that means. I haven't tried that. I mean, does that suggest... Because I I thought that the way these worked was that the cookie, that's what you're calling it, and the Bluetooth (laughs) would work together. But can you have dual Bluetooth
1: at the same time? That would be very nice. If you can, are you listening, Apple? Because I would love that for the Apple Watch and the (gasps) iPhone. Wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) Yes yeah I mean the the I know with Apple you could do things years
0: ago, and you still can with apps like airfoil and um there was a couple of other ones Airfoil used to wow. get, remember that yeah you could you could you could send audio to loads of different speakers at the same time from your mac um kind of like an early sonos almost
1: yeah you know yeah.
0: but but very much specific to the Mac um yeah, I'd love to see more of that, but anyway, I, I think we're out of time. Um, or we're almost out of time. Are we out Aren't of time? I'm like, keep... no, no, actually, we're okay. No, we're all well, right. I could so, keep going for another going... hour. I know. Well, I was, actually, we haven't even got to smart here yet. We were, we're going to play our oh, interview yeah. today. So let's do that. Um. So, yeah, a CES in Amsterdam. I got the chance to talk to lots of interesting companies. And I really was seeking out companies that you know would be of interest to all of us. Um, With the accessibility slant, of course. And this was a company all about... Uh, or well, for any of us, frankly, who want to be at home, uh, live alone, or perhaps want to continue living at home later in life, uh, this is a company that may be of interest. It's called SmartCare.
2: Hello, my name is uh, Jan Hein Aftimlinke, and I'm the CFO of uh, SmartCare.
0: So, sure, tell me about SmartCare and what it is and what it does.
2: SmartCare is a medical um, technology company, and they developed a platform and a device to enable 24-7 monitoring of patients in the care and the cure market.
0: We're seeing more of this, aren't we, in in the sense of trying to keep people in their homes. Uh, so tell me a little bit about that process and tell me about your company in that regard.
2: SmartCare has developed a, a remote monitoring uh, device and it is a, quite a small device that is placed on the upper arm and it measures uh, all the vital signs of a human uh, body, and one of the important uh, benefits is that it works out of the box. So you just put it on the arm, they know it's working, and uh, all the relevant information is passed through a, um, uh, what is it called, it's a 5G, I don't know what it is called in Canada, but it's, it's similar to a cell phone. And all the data is transferred to a platform and uh, people from um, a care company they can monitor your uh, performance just like an Apple watch but on for an Apple watch there's no one watching your data well I am uh, or our company enables 24 7 monitoring so if a patient is not feeling well at home they can press a button and someone can uh, give a phone call or come over to, to help the person that is in, in a certain need and the interesting thing for for people that uh, try to stay home as much as possible and don't want to go to a hospital or uh, a care institution is that um, all the vital signs can be um, sent to, to the care company and while that is done um, yeah, it, it gives a certain comfort to people and that, and, and that is a nice thing and when people are really feeling ill, a doctor can look at the data and say, okay, I will come over to you, or other way around, you, you need to see a doctor. Because the vital signs are deteriorating, for example.
0: And, and tell me about how your product compares to other, there's a lot of these products on the market, right? Yeah, so yeah. tell me about how this differs.
2: Yeah, I think there are uh, two important uh, d- uh, differentiators. One is it works out of the box and it is directly connected to the cloud. So there's no need to set up Wi-Fi connection or a Bluetooth connection with your phone. That's always risky. Sometimes it's complex for people, they don't understand it, or they don't have a phone or they don't have Wi-Fi. So that's one benefit. The other benefit, it's it's directly linked to a a cloud platform that is specifically made to enable the uh, disclosure of all the relevant data. To, to the people to the caregivers, so to say, and that's an so it's a really integrated uh, a combination of platform and device. And tell
0: me about availability of smart care. Uh,
2: at the moment, uh, smart care product, it's called Victor, is available in the EU market. It is certified, it's MDR certified, and at the moment we are looking into uh, ways to uh, expand the medical certification in the US and for example uh, Canada uh, but that's time consuming we need to take a couple of hurdles to uh, make that happen but towards uh, year-end we hope to uh, to uh, submit the application and then in the course of uh, next year probably the first quarter we hope to be certified in, uh, in Canada and uh, North America and uh, hopefully we can enter the market there because there are a lot of people uh, actually using remote monitoring uh, concepts. So uh, it's a big market for us, and very interesting. And People are really used to uh, working with the product already there.
0: So that is Smart Care, and that's spelled Q-A-R-E, not C-A-R-E, uh, but a very interesting company. And again, it's all about just using technology to help people live independent lives. And I think that's what the theme came out in terms of healthcare and there were lots of interesting companies at CES, but that was definitely one that I thought would appeal to people because I like the idea of that prevention approach. Yeah, And I like the way that, you know, my, my mom, I've mentioned this before, my mom and dad, they have this system in, at home where they can push a button and they can get instant access to support over a phone line, essentially. Yeah. Um, and they can talk to someone, they can get someone and they can action that. But I kind of like it going that step forward where it's you know the mon- the vital signs are monitored, that information can be given over to doctors, to healthcare providers. The biggest challenge, I think, for all of this is going to be the healthcare companies themselves. You know, there are some companies that are way ahead on this, and then there's other countries' healthcare systems that are just not prepared for this. I mean, all, all the information and data that Apple Watch picks up on that I wear all day, you know, I'd love to be able to say to my doctor, hey, check out my sleep tracking for the last yes, three days, you know, to true. prove that I've been actually in bed, you know, and sleeping and getting a decent sleep. Um, you know, I can't do that. I can't send that information because it's well oh, can you, can you give me, it, can you print it out? Um, no. Yes. I
1: don't think there's a print option on this Apple Watch. Well, hang on. now you've said that, let's let's quickly think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe there is. I don't know, um, but it just it fascinates me. You know, there's so much, um, so much great stuff. I think the the problem is that technology is moving quicker than the healthcare companies. Came. Absolutely.
1: Well, in so many, it's Making not just awesome. healthcare, right? Technology mm-hmm. legislation's got to catch up all over the place when it comes to society and technology. But I totally agree with you that preventative nature of some of this technology is is truly incredible some of the the things that they picked up from you know when the apple watch was first introduced just wearing that sensor all day every mm-hmm. day is um you know some of the things they said they could pick up on are yeah. absolutely incredible and yeah this falls into the same sort of thing
0: uh, listen before we go just want to say uh, and we often do this we, we love to say thank you to you but I, I got this lovely message which sadly we missed in the voicemails um, and it came in during Canadian Thanksgiving earlier this month, and I just wanted to play this in before we go
1: Hi gentlemen i just this is Linda from Arizona. I just wanted to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, and I am even though i 'm not from Canada, I am very grateful for both of you today.
2: Thank you
0: oh, I just want to say thank you, Linda for that That means a lot and, and on a day like that as well, which is a very important day to Canadians and of course. Uh, will be a very important day to Americans as well. I just want to say thank you to you for, for sending in that message. What a lovely thing to to do. Yeah, so that was very you. nice. Thank you for taking the time. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that is it for us today. Uh, back tomorrow, we'll have another of our interviews. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we're going to be hearing all about the NoWatch, the smartwatch without a screen. Yeah, that's oh. interesting. Without uh, so I learned about that yeah smart watch without a watch i don't quite get it but yeah uh, we'll hear more about that on uh, tomorrow's show as well hopefully get into more of your feedback as well uh so yeah keep it coming feedback at double you can call us one that is it for today thank you as always for getting in touch and uh don't go spending too much money now on headsets catch you tomorrow <laughs> thank you bye-bye